Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome to the Best of the Men's Room Podcast. Let the shenanigans begin. Hello, Tanner. Welcome to the Men's Room. Hola, guys. Hola. Tanner, welcome to the program. And uh, the random question, question. Let's go with this one. When did your pet do you dirty, Tanner? Oh, gosh. Man, uh, you know, Miles, you asked me this question and it makes me laugh because I was... What was the name of your cat you had that is all problems? <laughs> I had, uh, well, I had Dr. Gomez. I had Senior, Gomez, C- yeah. Senior Larry. Uh, they both passed on, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm sorry. I know. Dr. Gomez, he always, you, you always cracked me up with some of those stories you had about him. Yeah, he's the one that ate me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Gomez. Yeah, that's what I always, I got stuck with a cat, so that's a good question. So, um, yeah, I guess, you know, this guy, this little thing, she just, uh, you know, and she just pukes everywhere. It's terrible. I'm like, God. Is it a long-haired cat or a short-haired cat? Short-haired cat. See, typically long-haired cats, well, yeah, the hairballs, sure. they, they, they throw up a lot more. So is she throwing up or is it hairballs? Oh, it, she's throwing up. I mean, she'll just eat. I mean, she's a fat cat. And she will just literally, I have to monitor her food. So I give her like a quarter cup of food every 12 hours. Do you, you do like an adult than- uh, senior diet thing? You know what I mean? Yeah, if you give her any more than that, she'll just gobble it all down and then just go in the corner and puke it up. Well, like, some animals are insatiable. I mean, some yeah. some some dogs will not stop eating. Yeah. You, like I've 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 known people who just put a bowl of food out for their for the dog, right? And they can eat whenever they want. That's what my dog. The does. dogs that I have had, they do not do that. If you put that, eagles don't. If Beagles you put that bowl of food out, they'll they'll eat the entire thing. Yeah, but your version of pets is the island of misfit toys. Like that you never just get like there's never nothing wrong with the animal that you choose to bring home and you bring it home with full knowledge, which is a big yeah. heart, but yeah. then you go through stuff. Mm-hmm. So dogs that don't stop eating, cats that want to kill you. Reason we ask when did your pet do you dirty? A fifty two year old woman in Omaha, Nebraska, had to call nine one one on Monday after one of her cats attacked her. Uh, it would not stop beating up on her other cat. So she tried to separate the two cats and said she threatened to give the cat a timeout. She told the cat she was going to, quote, put him in its room. And that's when the cat flew off the handle and went after her. She was eventually able to corral it into the bedroom and shut the door, but she didn't get out of it unscathed. Paramedics took her to the hospital for multiple claw marks. All the wounds ended up being superficial, though. The Humane Society took the cat. And it's not clear if she wants the cat back or not, or they're willing to give it to her based on the... Uh, physical nature of the attack. Do you think she wants the cat back? Hell no. Yeah. I wouldn't. Hello, Pete. Welcome to the men's room. 
Hola, bitches. Hola. Pete, welcome to the program. Random question, question. Okay, let's go with this one. Pete, how old are you? 42. How old? 14? 42. 42. 42. Okay, 14 would have been more fun. All right, let's go with this one here. Because, uh, hell, uh, KSW is still uh, doing the 50-year celebration. I right, right. coming to it in here, but uh, been around for 50 years. Number number of other radio stations in the area been around for a long time. Uh, based on uh, where you grew up and everything, who was or is uh, your favorite person that you listen to on the radio, either growing up or now? Uh, you guys these days, sorry to banter to you, but... Well, I appreciate that, but I mean, like, you know, growing up, like, there was a show that I listened to, a guy named The Grease Man, mm-hmm. out of Washington, D.C., and he, I I did not get a chance to listen to Howard when he was on D.C. 101, but I did hear The Grease Man, who came on after him when Howard moved to uh, to New York, Howard Stern show for a number of years, Sure, obviously a show you looked up to, uh, another show we thought was great was Don and Mike. Absolutely. Don and Mike's the one I grew up Yeah, they were, they were mornings when I was a kid, then afternoons. So who would you say well, growing up? In the sports radio world, I'd say Jim Rome. Jim Rome. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll always have a soft spot for Romy. He gave me my big shot on the radio. We got the ratings, and I said, dude, if I can't do better than that, fire me from radio. And then I sweated it, but luckily I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. got truth. Who else you listened to growing up, Ted? Don and Mike was a big one. I'm trying to think. Some of like Donnie Simpson or any of those guys. Yeah, we listened. Donnie Simpson in the morning, right? Burnt toast and co- coffee time. That was a big one. I'm trying to remember. I guess towards high school, maybe. Uh, geez, I can't even remember that dude's name now. Anyhow, <laughs> it was on the rock station. We know we listened to Donnie Simpson because we liked the music on PGC, and then uh, Don and Mike had long gone since the mornings, and they were doing afternoon. So we listened to them after mm-hmm. school. But that is by far the show. Like me and my brother always listened to it mm-hmm. when he drove me to school. Like when they started doing afternoons. I remember we went down there and like got a prize. It oh, was cool! Like, I mean, that is by far the show we like. That we I, like that's the one I used to like. Yeah. Uh, used to listen to Kirk, Mark, and Lopez. Mm-hmm. They were good uh, in on the, the rock show. station, and uh, and they they would have uh, Larry the Cable Guy on yeah. every morning before Le- before Larry really blew up. He would call radio stations and do his comedy bits in the morning. But everybody thought he was local. I right? did. I yeah. thought he was local. To everybody. Yeah. Like by the time you saw him like advertise on TV for something, you're like, that can't be the same guy. Then when you heard him, you're like, what the f? Like it made no sense. This guy, we didn't realize he did it across the country. And every city thought that he was just that kind of weird dude that lived in the city because he nailed everything. He knew yeah, everything yeah. was like he did. as stupid as that man seems. He did his research, man. I'm telling you, he he stays in character. He yeah. does his thing. He was on the station growing up. Uh, DVE in Pittsburgh, I'd listen to in their morning show, man. And they, they they always had this morning show. That no matter what the combination was, it was it was the funniest thing I had heard in my life. You know All what right. I mean? Like it was just one of those things. Reason we asked, who is or was your favorite person to listen to on the radio? Howard Hessman died Saturday. Uh, due to complications from colon surgery, he was 81 years old. You know him as DJ Dr. Johnny Fever. It on, kills me, man. On WKRP in Cincinnati from 1978 till 1982. I think it's sad that he didn't get a chance in some way to watch the Bengals win on Sunday. Yeah, no kidding, right? Yeah, uh, He brought the uh, character back from a handful of episodes from the new WKRP in the 90s. By the way, he was a DJ before he started actually yeah, uh, playing yeah, yeah. one on TV. Hesman went on to play a teacher, uh, the Charlie Moore, on head of the class from 86 to 90. And he joined One Day at a Time. One Day at a Time. What? From 1982 to 1984. <laughs> yeah. Over the years, he also made guest appearances on TV shows like ER, that 70s show, uh, Fresh Off the Boat. His films included This is Spinal Tap, 
Dr. Detroit, and perhaps the greatest American film ever made, Billy Jack. So, <laughs> but he was like the guy, man. Yeah, oh, for sure. Like man. him and Venus Flytrap, those like a handful of guys were cool on television when you're growing up. They both of those dudes absolutely were. Yeah, exactly. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. Yes, friends, it's time once again for Sit and Spin. Let's gather around the old radio and listen to some swellerific new music. Oh, look at this. There it is, uh, basement uh, studio dungeon, Bart Riot Castle, everybody. Yeah, it's busy, busy, busy time at the, uh, at the mm-hmm. Castle House today. We got lots of people here, lots of people working. You got uh, jackhammers going in the background? Yeah, so uh, if, if you hear a jackhammer in the background and go, wow, that sounds like a jackhammer in the background, that's because it's a jackhammer in the background. Can what you get us? Uh, literally it, digging up the concrete slab uh, outside of my basement door to figure out why uh, the water isn't draining. It's a lot of fun. It's cool. I mean, this is the kind of stuff you enjoy doing when you're a homeowner. <laughs> sure. Castle, can you get a spin on the jackhammer? Uh, you know what? That's a good question, Ted. And uh, Juan, I'm not prepared to answer right now, but I would have to imagine if I asked, if I asked, they would say yes. Go out there and fire that thing up, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, God. It's amazing what you can get done with a couple of shots of whiskey. I say that all the time. I'll trade you, trade you a couple shots of whiskey for a spin on the jackhammer. Sure, <laughs> sure. Right? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, uh, so speaking of death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Spotify, you know, has been in the news lately. Uh, and so we came up with this uh, list of songs from Spotify. Spotify says that these are the uh, most popular funeral songs. And we thought, well, this this isn't very fun. Yeah. So let's come up with a list of songs that you shouldn't play at funerals. Well, that's really fun. I, I think what I think what's interesting is it was one dude. And so he started analyzing uh, playlists on Spotify with titles like funeral songs, mom's funeral, my funeral playlist, all that stuff. And what you realize is is that when you die, someone else is going to be responsible for playing the tunes. Not a good idea. And DJing your funeral. And yeah. like anything else. It should else, be in your will. It should absolutely be something that you put a little time and thought into. For whatever reason. I agree, of, man. If not, I mean, like, dude, have chicken wings. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. kind of hook it up. You know what I mean? Dude, have at least don't play. Don't play Primus, My Name is Mud. Yeah, sure. Oh. Or do. You know. All right, yeah. We were thinking like, yeah. I mean, like, hell, play Green Beans. Yeah, that was my thought, man. You know what I'm saying? Green <laughs> right. Beans. Green Beans. Right, let's, let's bring a little levity to my funeral. Green Beans. Green Beans. Well, I mean, the right, song we thought it would be more fun because, you know, some of these songs, like, this is the sort of stuff you expect to hear at a funeral, like Jeff Buckley, Hallelujah, or yeah, uh, at Miles Family's funeral, Take Me Home Country Roads. That, was a, that was a strange one on there. Also, Creep from Radiohead. I thought, really? That was on the list? That's on the list as well. Mm. That's on my Valentine's Day mix. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know half these guys. Ricky Montgomery, Mr. Loverman. Yeah. Mr. Loverman. Yeah. That's popular. Like, oh, yeah, Dad, man, he... Mom don't know, but he slayed it. <laughs> right. You know, right. Anyway. Obviously, obviously, these are from white people too, because it's the Lee M. Rhymes version of Amazing Grace that's on the list. Oh, come on, my Of all of the times Amazing Grace has been done in its history, Lee M. Rhymes version makes the list. <laughs> white people. So what today we have? I on... didn't even know she had a version. Of it. <laughs> it's just when white people die. <laughs> we've got. Uh, it really should be. So today so we came up with a list of songs that you should. Should not play at a funeral. Not, inappropriate. You should, you should not play these songs at a funeral. Ten, number ten. Now, I would put this on my list. 
Maybe. I think maybe. it's funny. And also, it's upbeat and fun. I would have picked something like if I close my eyes forever. Or I don't want to close my eyes. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> How about Fade to Black by Metallica? Oh, oh wow. Nothing yeah, else no. matters. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bet that's been played at some funerals. Or one. Why not? That's, that's one of those songs. We should do a list of songs you can play at a funeral or a wedding. Nothing else matters from Metallica. <laughs> right. Ten songs you should not play at a funeral on Sin Spin. Nine. Number nine. Yeah. Yeah. For those of you that aren't keeping up at home, that is the band Grim Reaper and their jam, See You in Hell. Great up. If you're one of those dudes. Don't fear the Reaper from uh, Blue Oyster Cult would be great. Can't you play that for me? Can't you play that for me Sunday morning on Dude It's the 80s? A little Grim Reaper. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, what's what's more important? Somebody's gone their way to service, you know what I mean? Yeah. See you in hell. Yeah, you should let Taryn Daly know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she's, on, she's on vacation. Yeah. Uh, these are 10 songs you should not play at a funeral. Eight. Number eight. Let it go. Let it go. Oh, my God. Like I would climb out of my casket and kill everyone there. <laughs> I think it was great. Turn it up. He's been resurrected. Yeah. Let it go. <laughs> I guess all parents anything know that from song. any Disney movie. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Do the kids sing along with it? Do they know the words? Oh, my daughter does for sure. Okay. My uh, son gets up and leaves. He recognizes that this is garbage. <laughs> but my daughter, like, this is the greatest thing in the world to her. This is, uh, if you're a little girl, this was the equivalent of "I Will Survive." Seriously, they okay. they play this at the father daughter <laughs> dance. None of the fathers knew what the song was when it first started, right? And. So some of the girls are dancing. Some of the girls are hanging out. When this song went on, and again, we don't know what the song is, but every girl's there. They all pile into the middle of the auditorium, right? It gets to the chorus, and all of them were singing this in unison, and all the fathers are looking at each other like, these bitches are crazy. Yes. Like, yeah. they, are, starts they are actually starts early. scary at this point. You Ten know what songs. else is cool? Not having kids. <laughs> Ten songs you should not play at a funeral. Seven. Number seven. Bye, bye, bye. I don't know if I, my problem is with the, the content of this song. It's just the fact that it's in sync and I don't want them at my funeral. Yeah, but you have four friends who'll do like a dance to it. Yeah. There yeah. Put that casket down, exactly. start dancing. These are the pallbearers. That's yeah. what they're singing bye, on the bye, way. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Ten songs you should not play at a funeral. I really harsh. like the song. This is a jam. <laughs> now Kelly I like Clarkson the song. Crushes the song. Now that you're gone, like I can finally live yeah. and breathe. That's what everyone's singing. Who's yeah, at that's the funeral? The spouse. Exactly. You oh, know everybody. that is the spouse everybody. of the dead person. God, thank God. We never have to deal with him again. And you can tell she's tapping her foot. Got to act like we care for five more minutes. <laughs> like no one else is tapping the their foot at the funeral. There's a line is. in there about spending the life insurance money. Jesus. <laughs> Ten songs you should not play at a funeral. There it is. No, you won't. No, you don't. Not anymore. No, you won't. Is, is Gloria, is Gloria Gaynor Will still alive? I don't you know. know. That's a good question. 
You think so? She is? Are you sure? I feel like we would have Don't you think they would have drug her ass out at some point in time to sing this song somewhere, sometime, for something? Right. She would have been on like an American Idol or something. She's alive. She's still alive. 78 years old, living in uh, Newark. Beautiful Newark, New Jersey. She was right. Apparently, she's not getting any royalties off of this. I can't believe you would voluntarily live in York if you... Newark. Newark, sorry. If you're you're getting any kind of income. Dude, and she has not aged at all. Huh. You think oh, she can right. still sing it? She hasn't. Ah, so I'm I guessing bet she no. Can. You think so? I Seven. guarantee you she does casinos. All right. Yeah, okay. she's got to show up somewhere. I'm in Atlantic City this weekend. Ten songs you should not play at a funeral. Floor number four. Because I'm happy. Clap along if you feel like a room without a roof. Because I'm happy. Clap along if you feel. You could get buried in one of those Arby's hats? <laughs> yeah, oh, there you sure. Go. Like inside time. the hat, not wearing exactly. the hat, but actually inside the hat. <laughs> that would be funny. What would be the best thing that you could wear? Just like a pair of bathing, a pair of bathing, like a bathing suit, a banana hammock. You know what I'm saying? Like seriously. Or like the Borat one. Yeah, you got to think this thing the whole way through. Yeah. What would be the best thing yeah. to wear? Yeah, bury me face down, but in a thong. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so weird. <laughs> Open casket. Yeah. No matter what happened, face down yeah. in a thong. You're on a massage table. You know? So you can all kiss my ass. <laughs> Ten songs you should not play in a few. Three, number three. Who is it? Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Taylor Swift. That's Taylor Swift. Ask Miles. Jesus <laughs> Love her. That is why I don't listen to her. I just uh-huh. in this moment I realized this is why the one I song that I knew at the concert. Really? Yes. Yeah. These are ten songs you should not play in a funeral. Two, number two. I'm on a nah, man, you can play this at my funeral. I think we'll I play it at the point favorite. that we lower the casket yeah. actually into the grave. But you know who this guy is. You knew Ricky was gonna play this one. He was buried sleeveless. Like, you know who's in the casket, man. You He's buried on his motorcycle. Right. That's one yeah. of those. Yeah. And his, ki- his kid's pissed because he thought he was going to get the bike. Uh-uh. It's going down on the ground with him. These are 10 songs you should not play at a funeral. One, number one. Because you had a bad day. You take one down. You sing a sad song just to This song wasn't bad enough already, but you know, all I can associate it with was the uh, the NFL campaign. Sure. And they used, oh, they yeah. used oh, for fantasy for football. Losing a fantasy football. Not yeah. at a funeral. Hands in the air on this and people. Yeah, lighters. <laughs> <laughs> people using their phones. <laughs> right. Thank you, Ryan Castle. We appreciate it. There you go. It's 10 songs. No, thanks, guys. That you should not play at a funeral. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network. What time uh, is the closest you've come to a living nightmare? 206-421-ROCK. <laughs> Hello, Jason. Welcome to the Men's Room. Howdy, guys. Hola. <laughs> hey, so uh, <laughs> you have to imagine, though, this is when I was in Florida in the middle of summer, and uh, me and my mom were tasked with cleaning out this uh, shed which was metal, by the way. And uh, you know those uh, bins that, like, the cat letter comes in? They're, like, yellow with black black lids? Yeah. Okay, so there's, like, seven or eight of these things stacked up on top of each other, and this thing's uh, taller than I am. <laughs> so I go to pull one of these things down. Well, it goes to fall, and I jump out of the way. When I do, I jump back far enough, because when this thing fell, it hit and opened the lid, and all this, like, liquefied cat crap ah, just fell out mm. on the ground. And it was the most god-awful smell I could ever imagine. My mom said I uh, I looked like I was just about to hurl. She said I went pale. I kind of went green. But I about imagined, had I not jumped out of the way, this stuff would have covered me from head to toe. Ah. Ah. How bad did that and, uh, smell? Oh, my God. I mean, you got to imagine Florida with a metal uh, metal shed. Oh. And, you know, probably July, August, you're talking, you know, 90, almost 100 degrees. And this thing has been in there for at least four months. Damn, and man. It just, I mean, it, it was just pure liquid. It was just like, it was just brown, sludgy, liquid, nasty smelling, whatever. And again, you pointed uh, out went, it's the summer in Florida. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's oh, definitely yeah. liquid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, yeah, oh, it was just, yeah, it was nasty. I just told my mom, I said, yeah, I'm, I'm not helping. Just take you the know, shed. And she's... Haul it out of there. You know yeah, what I mean? At that's that point, right. I get, get rid of it. Yeah. How big right, was this yeah. shed? How big was it? Uh, it reminds me of uh, like one of those kind of sheds you get to rent. Uh, you know, like the one of those. It's not wasn't very big. Okay. Probably like the shed you could so, buy, like in a you know, I mean, like a tough shed or yeah, whatever exactly. the hell it's called. <sighs> when you're on tough. the high, when you're on the highway and you see the shed store, you're right. like, I wonder who buys these sheds. You know what I'm saying? I was like, do we need the shed? What would I do and if then I you had pass a shed? the RVs and there's more sheds? You know yeah, what I'm saying? I feel like isn't a shed close to like a garage though? Ah. It's more of a place where you put your lawn stuff. I think. Like I had a buddy. It's like a lawn garage. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I had a buddy that had a shed and he kept like tools in there and stuff. Right. But kind of like a garage, we mostly just smoked weed in there. Yeah. You, that's where you went on to smoke in the shed. Yeah, it was fun. You didn't have a lawnmower shed. in there or anything. No, I think he did. I don't know. I just know there was like tools hanging up, and it was like, "You want to go to the shed?" You're like, You're damn right, I want to go to the shed. Yeah, but dude said you want to go to the mm-hmm. shed. Like, yeah, either we're going to drink or smoke. How did you know I was attracted to you? <laughs> What's oh, the closest thought, you've come I thought, to? I thought you were just coming out here to get high, man. I'm sorry, <laughs> my bad. Well, it's like drinking, right? Like you, you could drink beer. You could drink every day of your life if you want. To. For sure. 
But there's something more fun about like drinking at a tailgate. You're right. Or when you're all dressed Drinking up. Drinking in a garage. Right, or, exactly. Drinking in a garage. And it's the same thing with, like, stoners. Let's open the door. I don't know why. Like, you could probably smoke anywhere on the lawn, but if somebody's like, you want to go in the shed and smoke oh, it? Like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. Man, let's, let's get it. <laughs> what, what is the closest you've come to a living nightmare? 206-421-ROCK. <laughs> Hello, Zach. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, fellas. Hola. So, yeah, man, mine's a little crazy. Mine has to do with alcohol, being an alcoholic. Not so much the uh, part before it, but the part when you go to the hospital and then you start seeing things when you're withdrawing. Oh, wow. Is that, that, sounds like a, that sounds like a fun ride. <laughs> oh, man, I can't even tell you. I was in there for a couple of weeks, and it's, uh, man, luckily the first three days I was medicated and sedated, so I don't remember that, but I woke up to being strapped down in a bed, and, man, I could – Seeing all kinds of crazy stuff, man. Just crazy stuff. How long were you seeing crazy things? Um, about a week. Five or six days after I woke up. I was in there for a total of 14 or 15 days. And, uh, yeah, after the well, first three days of being medicated, and I woke up, and I was seeing things from the moment I woke up for at least another five or six days. Okay. I mean, my question is, seven, all is, day, all night. is this a residual from your being medicated or is this something from your withdrawal? No, this is just from the alcohol. I mean, it could add a little to do with being medicated, but, uh, for the most part, I mean, they even, you know, told me right when I woke up and I'm strapped down and they're, you know, asking me, are you seeing things, hearing things, you know, oh, it, wow. so they, yeah, it's, so how much were you crazy. drinking? How much were you drinking to the point that you got there? Man, so at the end point where I finally took myself to the hospital, I was about at a half gallon every day and a half of whiskey. Wow, man. That did was, you did you yeah. still go to work? <laughs> I was a functioning alcoholic for a long time and then um but I wasn't working at the end. No, hell no. Okay. All right. <laughs> hell no. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, hey, man. I mean, the thing, the, I mean, when they tell you the alcohol withdrawals are nuts, I mean, it's you see things that, I mean, you really think that stuff is just right there next so, to you. You know, I'm sitting did, there looking at all these crazy demons and all this stuff, and, I mean, they look like they're just sitting there talking to me. I mean, did, did you Did you voluntarily check yourself in, or did somebody yeah. take you in? So you did. Yep. Yep, I yep, I knew it was coming to that point. I mean, I just didn't feel good every day, obviously. I mean, I was smart enough to know what I was doing and just doing it in excess. And, you know, yeah, took myself in. They, uh, last thing they asked me when I got there, I remember they asked me, do you want our help? And I said, I do, but I'm scared as hell. And woke up three days later and started that process. Wow. That's and talked to demons for five days. Like, yeah. this is why I was scared. Good God. Yeah, I mean that's how long well, since your last drink, man? Before we let you go, uh, it's been uh, about about a year. Okay. Good nice. yeah, nice. This was and, August, and, and at least August, middle of August last year. And at least you weren't duct taped to the bed like the one caller. Yeah, well, that's a different doctor. <laughs> hey, I'm also a doctor. Want more of the men's room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill: The Greatest Story Never Told. Available on Radio.com. Time to open wide and sample Ted's meat. And potatoes. Now, here's your host, head chef of the men's room, the Ted Nugent. Head chef it out. Oh, yeah. Thank you, folks. Oh, Thank yeah. you, folks. Now, you can hack a lot of things. You can hack a part of 
body parts on a person? Mm-hmm. You, you can yeah, do that. You can? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, life hack. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's life hacks all the time for stuff. There's also menu hacks. Now, McDonald's is adding four fan-inspired menu hack items. I do find it a little strange. They can't. They won't build it. You got to buy the ingredients. They tell you how to build it. So I don't understand yeah. that part. So it's on the menu, but if I order it, they're like, "Yeah, here's the parts you need to do it. Go off." Yeah, yeah that's why much. I was like, I I just assume it would show up together. Uh, so they have one for breakfast. That's the hash brown McMuffin. The sausage McMuffin with a hash brown inside of the sandwich. It's only on their breakfast menu. Which, to be so honest, just order the meal. Just order the meal. And slap the, the hash brown on it. Yeah, and that one doesn't seem that crazy, right? Like, it's already mm. a sausage muffin with egg. I mean, it's my personal go-to. And then you're yeah. just putting the hash brown in there. Mm-hmm. You guys ever eat the crispy edge of the hash brown first? Always. Yeah. I hate the soggy hash brown. Yeah. That's sog- why I like the hash brown rings sometimes better. Yeah. Like other places. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They have hash. Good? Well, technically, that's a hash round. <laughs> yes, hash you're round. right. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hash round. Get your ass together. All right. Uh, so we, that's the breakfast item. Uh, they have a surf and turf, which is a double cheeseburger with a filet fish patty added in. Nope. Then there's an extra middle bun. Kind of looks like a Big Mac. Now, the big dog on here is the land, air, and sea. It's a Big Mac with two burger patties like usual, but also a filet fish patty and a McChicken patty. So basically, you have to buy three sandwiches to put that bad boy together. Correct. And like we were saying earlier in the office, like, man, I like fish fillets. Right. I like the McChicken. Sure. I like the, uh, you know, the, the the Big Mac. But I just don't know that I, or double cheeseburger, I just don't know that I want them all together. No, okay. I, I don't personally. Well, people must like this stuff. They've tried it. Yeah, people I mean, do. McDonald's accepted it. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, right? There's a lot of stuff you could do. Uh, now, the one we're going to try here is the crunchy double. Okay, a double so what, do, what do we do? So it's a double cheeseburger. Correct. Then you right. add a layer of nuggets at the bottom. At the bottom. Three nuggets. Looks All like right. it's a three nugget situation. Again, I feel weird because I like double cheeseburgers and I like nuggets. Okay. Now you got to drizzle some barbecue sauce Ooh, on there. Drizzle. 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 Oh. Don't just dump it on there. You got to drizzle it. I don't know if you can drizzle yeah. this barbecue yeah. sauce. Yeah. Drizzle this. There you go. You're drizzling. All right. Yeah, make it artistic. You're like an you're like a your own a chef, sa- a now. sandwich artist. Well, you, you know what? I know. Okay, they should make that a song. Where have the sandwich artists gone? <laughs> you know, kind of like the Cowboys. Sure, sure. So I'm excited. I haven't had nuggets right. in a while. I well, that's the thing. You bought this food, and I'm like, damn, man, that stuff looks good. Yeah, I haven't had a nugget forever. Okay. Yeah, All I right. kind of just want to eat a nugget. You All check right. this out, Mike. Oh yeah. All right. So Miles has put put his together. You know what? Let's take a still photo of that, too, man. Look at that. I know Mike's filming this, yeah. and we got it, but let's just see what it looks like. Okay. Because your credit, it looks pretty good. All right. Ta-da! All right, Miles McGovern. Okay. You're the first official McDonald's experiment bite da, da, taster. Da, da, da. Take a bite. Let's see what you think. Okay. Throw you're up next. Just just hold patiently. No, I'll just keep holding hold my patiently. Smelling it, not I eating did, it. I didn't see how you drizzled, so he had excellent drizzle skills. He had a Dri- better drizzle. He had a Dri- better drizzle, man, for sure. <laughs> drizzle gets you first spot. Oh, what, the pressure bill. What is the name of this thing again? Uh, this is the Crunchy Double. Crunchy Double. Get him a mouth. Crunchy Double. All right, folks, he takes a bite. Mm-hmm. He's working with the textures right now. Oh, there's a lot of them. <laughs> there is. <laughs> it's pretty good. All right. It really is. All right, Thrill, your taste tester number two. 
All right, as he takes a bite. Mm-hmm. Seems to be a good amount of nugget to burger ratio. Stinking. Yeah. Got a little barbecue sauce. Better than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Oh, really good. Really good. All right. Do you think it's better with the stuff on there as opposed to just eating them separate? No. Uh, <laughs> the nuggets, yes. I'd prefer my nuggets on the burger. Oh, no kidding. Oh, really? I don't necessarily need the burger with the nuggets, but I would take the nuggets on the burger. Follow what I'm saying? I got you. All right, Miles now deconstructing the sandwich yeah. himself. But now he has barbecue sauce on a burger. Like the Michael Jordan burger. Yeah, you're like, you got like a Western burger there mm-hmm. happening now. Is that all Michael Jordan's uh, burger was? Bacon. Oh, and right. Okay. Sauce, yeah. yeah, and this is a McDonald's thing, but shout out to Burger King. Remember when they had that bullseye burger? Now Which was up. the same thing, Mike. They just had bullseye sauce on it, a couple slap, you know, things of bacon. You know, a lot of people forget that, like, fast food's come a long way. They um, mm-hmm. they put this stuff on the menu. All right, yeah, you, you bought it. And you got to buy it individually. Correct. All right. And then you have to put it together. But I was reading there's, like, um, a bunch of weird little hacks that you can do. Say, like, if you like, um, okay, if you like fry sauce. All right. They say that you can ask for a side of the Big Mac sauce, and they'll give it to you. Oh, I did not know that. You can dip your fries. Mm-hmm. In. Yeah, there's like a there's a bunch of little weird ones in here that I didn't know. There's a thing called the um, make ten thirty five. All right, so make it's ten thirty five. Yes, between ten thirty and eleven a.m. is the only time that you can do this because they're getting ready for lunch, but they still uh-huh. have the breakfast items. All right. So basically, what it is is it is an egg McMuffin, but you add a beef patty. Okay. So you still get your ham. You still get your cheese. But then you get right. a hamburger on it too, if you wanted it. Yeah, that, and that's fair. I've been I've been to a brunch before where they had like basically it's like a instead of like a sausage patty, it was like a breakfast sandwich with with a burger on there. Okay, I used to know know a girl. We'd get up and go to a, go to a bar to watch soccer. That was always her thing. She was like, "I'm getting a burger." I'm like, "It's eight a.m." As I'm on like beer yeah. three. She's <laughs> she's like, "It's okay, I get a problem." I was like, "Yep, yep, you're right." Uh, yeah, and listen, I know a lot of you go to text in and say, "Well, what about the Mick?" I can't say that word. Right. I know. You people have put putting chicken sandwiches and the double cheese or the mick right. and mick double together. I also like how the double cheeseburger has two slices, but if it has one, it's a mick double. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, as you guys enjoy that, let's talk about the other thing taking the world by storm right now. We talked about it a little bit. Little Debbie's. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. Little Debbie snacks are getting their own ice cream flavors. Like I said before, there's the oatmeal cream pies, the cosmic brownies, the zebra cakes. Honey buns, Swiss rolls, strawberry shortcake rolls, and nutty bars. Nutty each, bars. Each pint is two fifty. I've heard. Uh, I think it's at Walmart specifically, but I saw somebody on Twitter kind of breaking it down, and they were they were kind of saying, "Ah, eh, that's what you expect." But oddly, they gave honey buns the worst worst score. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I wouldn't have thought that. Well, Ben and Jerry's has a honey bun flavor. Mike, I've seen you buy a pint of it. The You're- cinnamon buns from Ben and Jerry's is is phenomenal and, and worth it every day of the week. I will say though, as far as the little Debbie products, the honey bun was probably the worst out of all of those were the, that were mentioned. So I'm not shocked that they didn't uh, make the best ice cream. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Honey buns, like honey buns, just have a soft spot in my heart. In my heart. In my heart. I know. In my heart. I love them. They'll kill me one day. Yeah, the iced honey bun. I told you, man. I used to, I used to eat that all the time in high school. Honey bun and a strawberry milk. It's breakfast of champions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So you get to weigh 350 pounds when you're 20. Honey bun and strawberry mm. milk. Oh, yeah, man. Just, you know, just spiking that sugar. So, yeah, I mean, that's pretty cool. You got to go there and get it. 
I still think like the oatmeal cream pie, if you like those, mm-hmm. I don't see how that ice cream can miss. I used to love mm-hmm. those as kids. Yeah, and it's, and like it's kind of like uh, you know certain flavors like Ben and Jerry's will just have like that swirl, like that one big streak. Of, yeah. So I think that's kind of what's going on with these ice creams. Is there's just like okay. as opposed to just like gobs of like cookie dough, there's just like streaks of like the cream pie filling. I'm down, man. Take my money. Mike, are you cutting the segment short so you can eat that hamburger? Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm with you. I want to try this too. All right. So overall, what are we saying? I thought it was make, good. Make them together or keep them separate. I would say if you're going to get nuggets, put the nuggets on the sandwich. All right. Just give it a shot. Yeah, I also like, the world. they don't have this on their menu, but I mean, kind of like Pamani Brothers in uh, Pittsburgh, like at some point, just shove some fries in that yeah, sandwich, exactly. man. Dipping in ketchup. Hell yeah. Go mental. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Can't get enough of the men's room? Listen to the Men's Room Daily Podcast on the radio.com app. Hello, Henry. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. 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 Henry, sober, not sober? Uh, sober. All right, Henry, welcome to Big Dummy. Thank you. Second time on. Okay. Men's room poll, Henry. Price check with an attractive person behind you. Are you buying red lice treatment, an enema kit, adult diapers, or stool softener? Stool softener. It's a thing everyone buys. All right. And you're turning around, you're winking at who? Honestly, I really don't have a question, so Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. All right. right. Don't worry. She's buying Activa yogurt or whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. She knows. I got the same thing going on. Mm -hmm. I poop all the time. (laughs) All right. All right. Here's your question. Let's talk about the census of the United States of these here America. Mike, I've asked you these, I believe. Okay. All right. So making up 93.1% of the population... 
What is the whitest state in the United States? California? California? No, no chance. No, the whitest. The whitest. Whitest state. Not California. Not ones with oh. names like San Diego, <laughs> Los Angeles, <laughs> San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, uh, hold on. Hold on. Let me think here. Wyoming. I'm going to throw out five. North Dakota. South, no, North Dakota's got a lot of workers coming in from other places. Maybe South Dakota, Maine, or Wyoming. It is Maine. And Ted, I was with you. I guess Wyoming. All right. Vermont, by the way, is second, if anyone's wondering. Think about it. Maine. Maine. Well, I know two people that live there. Both white. I thought you were going to say both black. I've never been to Maine. I want to go to Maine. I've heard Maine's a lot like the Northwest. It's. I can believe that, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Great water. All right, your question. Making up 21.7% of the population, what is the least white state in the United States? Texas? Mm, Maryland? Nope. Oh, hold on. Least white. Least white. 21.7% of the population. Least white. I might go California on that. Such so not a terrible guess, but no. Mm. Texas? It'll make complete sense when you hear No, it's not Texas. Mississippi. Nope. It is, in fact, Hawaii. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, come yeah, on. Yeah. 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 What do you, it's a state. What do you want me to do? Yeah, yeah. What do you want me to do? Well, yeah, I guess non Then how is Alaska not number one as far as white population? Because we've got a lot of natives. Natives, oh, right? Oh, so yep, yep, yep. It's not yep, all just yep. white and black. What are the stats you got over yep. there? Well, oddly enough, here's the next question. Making up 37% of the population, what is the blackest state in the United States? I got this one right. Georgia? Not a bad guess. I think I'm going to go Maryland. No. Mississippi. Mississippi. As soon as I read that, I'm like, yeah, Mississippi. All right, so one more, and you're never going to guess this. Making up just 1% of the population. Now, understand, there are four states in the United States where the black population is only 1% of the state. However, based on the population of the state, this 1% works out to the fewest black people living. What per state? capita. Per capita, 5,232 people. Black people in this entire state. What is the least black state in the United States? I got this one right as well. So it's not Maine again? No, it is not Maine. Is it by Maine? No, it's not. Monta- oh, oh, sorry, sorry, he ain't going. <laughs> <laughs> I know, no, everyone's in. Is it Hawaii again? No. Any guesses? Alaska? Montana? Wyoming. Oh, Wyoming. son of a... Mm-hmm. Dancing all around. That seems crazy to live in a state and be like, there's only 5,000 black 5,232 black people in the state. And it's only 1%. Well, at least you know everybody. They're all one family. <laughs> My thought is if you're black like me, you have family in Wyoming. All right, true or false? <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing, I will say, growing up in Maryland, I felt like everybody I knew that was black, which was a lot of people. So, there was always family in North Carolina. Always North Carolina. Always. And every, I don't know every, why. Everybody. Just that I, state. I, 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 no, I'm telling you. West Virginia is the same way. Yeah. My mother's, my mother's mother, my grandmother, North Carolina. I always knew her in Virginia. She's like, nah, baby, I'm from North Carolina. You're right. If you are black, you also have family in North Carolina. Do you have family in North Carolina? Not anymore. I have two di- Two different families, two different sides in North Carolina. Really? Yes. Hmm. I bet you they don't live near my family. I'm just guessing. Where do they live? One lives in uh, oh God, Raleigh. They live in the same city. Raleigh. I'm just saying they don't live close. Oh. oh. 
I've been to North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, they were close. Uh, Here's your question. True or false? The reason artificial banana flavoring does not taste like bananas is because it's based on a type of banana that does not exist anymore. Pretty sure that's false. Pretty sure that's true. So why, look, it's already already been, a banana that you eat is already something that's been created. Yeah. So why don't they go back to the original recipe? They still got it. I wondered that myself. I don't know, but the thing is, it was actually, so the banana that artificial banana flavoring was based on, which is why it all tastes the same, was wiped out by a plague. In the 1950s. But you would think that they would be able to recreate that just genetically, the same way that they can make roses different colors, or you know what I'm saying? Or uh... they might be able to, but it might still be susceptible to the plague. It might spread that okay. particular plague to other crops. I don't know. Right. There's not a whole lot of flavors. I would think that the artificial tastes exactly like the original. Almost you know like I mean? gra- like grape. Like they have grapes. Or watermelon. Well, they, yeah, they have grapes that taste like cotton candy. Mm-hmm. So could they have grapes that taste like grape flavoring? Maybe. Grape-flavored grapes. But you're right. All, like strawberry, artificial strawberry tastes the same no matter how you get it, but it does not taste like strawberry. Right. Artificial no. banana tastes exactly the same no matter what it's in. Doesn't taste like banana. You're right. Watermelon might be the closest. It's kind of... It's over... It's too sweet. I, I agree. Watermelon is not that sweet. I feel like sour apple is pretty close to a Granny Smith. You know what? I, I can okay. give you that. I can give you that. Cherry, I think, might be the most delicious artificial flavor, but tastes the least like the thing it says it's supposed mm-hmm. to taste like. Like yeah. if cherries, honest to God, tasted as good as artificial cherry flavoring, I'd eat cherries all the time. I, I don't and need cherry cherries. one of the only fruits that you actually like to eat the fruit. What do you mean? Like, I'm trying to think. Like, I mean, if it's in other, like, I don't, I can't tell you the last time I had, like, a cherry pie. Right. But I've eaten cherries. I got what you're saying, right? You're like, like solo. I prefer like a blueberry smoothie as opposed to eating blueberries or a blueberry muffin, mm. right? What yeah. about a banana? Banana bread, if you got it. Well, yeah. Typically oranges, orange juice, orange, if you right. got it, and yeah. apples. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're yeah. right. <laughs> right, but if you had a choice Except between apple pie and apples, I think you take, take apple, apple pie. pie. No but doubt if you were like it. cherry pie or cherries, like I don't know, give me the cherries. <laughs> All right, here's a question: What is older, sharks or trees? Trees, definitely trees. Sharks. Sharks are about 400 million years old. Trees are about 350 million years old. Uh, but didn't the whole thing used to be underwater? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The whole thing. The whole thing. The whole thing. It's all globe. Those gone water. Right. That was the two mass continents. Uh, all, all of them. I thought Pangea was the one oh, solid. Pangea, the one solid. Pangea, got, right. And then okay. they all broke apart. Aha. Uh-huh. That's right. We got knowledge. All right, your question. What is the name for the study of fluids? I don't know. Phlebotomy? That would be blood. In this case, hydraulics. Hydraulics. See, in this diagram, I'm confused on this. What's that? Because what I was taught was this, that this was, in fact, gone one. So that's all of them together. Right. Put a page in and see what comes up. Because I see what you're saying. Yeah. We're going to get to the bottom of this, goddammit. All right, your question. True or false? Stone Cold Steve Austin has been on a Wheaties box. Pretty sure that's false. Just stop saying pretty sure, bro. Every time you say pretty sure, it goes the other way. I believe it or not, he was on a Wheaties box in 1999. Question number seven, Henry. 
All right, question number seven. Hostess Dolly Madison or Little Debbie? Who's responsible for the Swiss cake roll? Hostess. What's that? Hostess. Nah, man. Hostess got that ho-ho. Little Debbie had the Swiss roll. Now, here's what you don't know, Henry. Philadelphia, I only eat tasty cakes. We had this. We went down the wormhole of confections. Was earlier this week, last week. VD yeah. walked into the all. We brought up Little Debbie, Hostess, and Dolly Madison, and it became this big, long-ass, twenty-minute deep dive. And that's the only reason I asked this question. Seriously, I mean, it was twenty minutes of this. Well, they got the ho hos. Well, no, they did the zingers. What about the fruit pies? All right, your question: What is sake made from? Oh, sake is made from rice. All right, all right, all right. Connect with the Men's Room on Instagram at Men's Room Live. All right, we made it to drinking time. Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the Men's Room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time it is, and as usual, we head to see drink desk and see with Throw Hill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed. And uh, today, actually, we toast Sergeant Cliff Bellina of the Department of Defense. I don't know if you heard this, but just before 7 a.m. this past Monday, Bellina had just arrived at work when he got word of an intruder attempting to enter the Pentagon. All right. Now, naturally... This is a huge deal as domestic terrorism and extremism is on the rise. So the intruder did not actually make it into the building, but was still in a secure area. And according to Sergeant Bellina, the intruder was hiding under a truck by the time he got there. And he ended up having to get the help of another officer. They were finally able to apprehend him. We should point out that the intruder was, in fact, a chicken. Nobody knows how the chicken got Chicken, there. Jesus. It was a chicken, okay? So understand, this guy gets to work. There's an intruder in a secure area, and to be fair, it had tried to enter the Pentagon. By the time they told him it was a chicken, he's kind of already at the scene. I mean, because like he's on it, man. He's like, yeah, we we cannot have this. Yeah, it was a chicken. Uh, it turns out the uh, I want to say Humane Society came to pick up the chicken, unless someone wants to claim ownership of said chicken. But I still think you'd be in trouble because I'm not kidding. The DOD is actually really pissed off that the chicken got through there now. All of that said, I do not know the ultimate fate of the chicken, and I'm not trying to read into anything here. But there actually is a recipe for something called Pentagon chicken. <laughs> no way. Swear, I swear to God, because I Googled Pentagon chicken this morning to get more info about the story, and the first thing it showed me was a what recipe. Is, how do you make it? Uh, all I know, it takes about 30 minutes to hold Mike. Are you pulling it up? Uh, no, I will. Oh, damn it. Do you uh, have to cut chicken into eight parts? Keep going. I'm trying to think. Cut I thought you pulled it up. Oh, no, no, no. no. I was just guessing. It's a now, full now it's on up. recipe. Well, since you had, hang on. Oh, yeah, there it is. There's a it? lot of stuff. All right, yeah, yeah, on. go ahead. Uh, let's see. You need red chili powder, coriander, turmeric, ground pepper, chot. Sure. C H A T T. Oh, I don't know. Uh, lemon juice, egg, curd, salt, onions, green chili, for, uh, chopped, cashew, orange garlic paste, tomato sauce, red chili powder. Wow, that's a lot. So this leans like Chinese yeah. slash Indian, Indian kind of flavor you're getting there? I'm guessing Pentagon ch- 
Yeah, Pentagon chicken is. I'm I'm saying India. Okay. okay, and again, I'm not saying they're related. It just seems odd that a chicken yes, almost yes. got into the Pentagon, and we discovered Pentagon chicken as a recipe. Mm. The Pentagon also people uh, most people don't know this. The Pentagon's surrounded by like highway. Oh, it absolutely. Mm. Is. They they have not. Well, they say why the chicken cross the road? Like break into the Pentagon. Yeah. Trust me, that's the headlines going around. He's a mother clucker, all kinds of dumb stuff. So listen, we pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy! So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down the hola, bitchola! Thanks for listening to the best of the Men's Room podcast. Want more of the Men's Room? The greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Also available on Radio.com. Oh, man. A Double Flush production. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.